Necklace.io I am your co-host Rachel. And I'm Delia. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about women who don't have a man versus can't get a man. But before we start, don't forget subscribe, listen, follow. We are on all social media platforms at YDL Podcast. Podcast. And ask Alexa or, you know, share or watch us on YouTube, actually. Check us out on YouTube every Tuesday. New episodes get uploaded. So let's talk about this. Um, So we are both divorcees. If this is your first time coming across our content, we are divorcees over the age of 40. I'm closer to 50. And it is a journey. And we were married for a very long time, each of us, separately to different people, not to each other. And, it's not that kind of show, guys. And one of the things that we both have in common in this journey is that there's like the stigma mm-hmm. about being sing- single yeah. and being like, well, why hasn't she married, married. yet? Why yeah. hasn't she gotten remarried? Something must be wrong. Yeah. And so we've come to the conclusion that there is a huge difference between not having a man and not being able to, to get one. Or keep or yeah. keep one. Yeah, 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 that's a big one. Yeah, that's, that's a big, big one. one. Yeah, and I think for me it was an eye-opener, by the way. It's so funny that um, I was out with an old neighbor of mine, and, I, and I've and i shared this on past episodes, and she's like, why are you? And this, mind you, this is probably like five years out of being divorced. So she probably really thinks like, <laughs> I am damn really good. She's like, oh. <laughs> but um, she's like, she got serious, and she's like, no, seriously, like, what is wrong with you? And I was like. Wait, she said, "What is wrong, <laughs> wrong with, with you?" Me. <laughs> yeah, she's like, seriously, what's well, what's wrong with you? How come you haven't gotten remarried? And I said, "Well, you know, the like I always say, it's never that I am lack or I lack opportunities. It's just that I understand that it's not like buying a car. You know, like that's." That seems like long term, but you could always get a new car, or you could always buy a new house, or you get a new pair of shoes. But you can't be trading like husbands. You know, boyfriends is different. Um, actually, I've never even lived with anyone since my divorce, and I think it's just, it's just such an intimate thing to do, and it's a lifelong thing to do. And then you got to look at the partner to say, if anything happens, like through death do us part. And for me, I've always said. It's going to be till death do me part. Otherwise, I don't want it. I think that's the the moral of the story is like when you have two women like us, um, we take marriage very, very seriously. I don't think it's like a, like we talk a lot about going with the flow. With marriage, it's not. It's a, we understand. And we also understand like what's expected Um, of us. And we were just today at lunch talking about how, what our natural tendencies are in marriage to give and be a level of subservient and there is a yeah. high level of sacrifice and there's all these things of compromise. Yes, yes, yes. And so we understand the level of investment that we have to make not only in ourselves, in our partner, in our homes, in our in, in the whole thing. In our lives. And yeah. so when you have when you come to the table with that level of awareness you're not just going to be like, oh, my God, this guy's fine. Here, let's just go get married. Yeah. Like, okay, you'll do. Yeah. Strap him up. Take <laughs> and, him and also. And then you realize, like, he's damaged goods, you know. Oh, no. I remember you talked about this, and I love this. Rachel said we went on this, um, if you guys have followed us for a while, and we went on the social media app, like, uh, Bumble Challenge. The dating app, yeah. And Rachel called these people, um, like, these guys, like, what a pool of, like, old shoes. I viewed this whole <laughs> like as I'm swiping, so I'm like this is like a, you know how they say like the dating pool oh, in yeah. bleak, right? Yeah. So I imagine this pool, but the pool is full, full of like old, old shoes. shoes and it's like some of them are smelling, some have shit on the bottom. Horrendous. And like horrendous shoes <laughs> tied together. 
But I will say, like, you know, at the end of the day, obviously now coming into it, knowing what level of, you know, sort of energy that we have to put into it or that I have to put in it, like, on a personal level, I, I just want to make sure it's the right one. And there's no way to really know for sure. There really isn't. But there's some basic minimum things that you learn when you are married to someone for a long time and you right. exit that marriage and go to the next one. There's a lot of red flags. I know. And, anything, and you're like, I should have caught that. Uh, and, and that, and that, and that, and, and then any, you're like, but I let it go. And anything that's too similar to, like, your ex is kind of like, ooh, like, oh, no. ooh that's what my ex yeah. used to say or do. And so, guess what? It's easy to end up nine, ten years <laughs> single Jeez. after divorce, which is crazy. crazy. But there's that uh, statistic, right? So don't quote me because I'm not a statistic <laughs> expert. But however... If you don't get married after two, two and a half years after oh, you've yeah. been divorced, the likelihood of you going down the path of marriage is pretty unlikely, which is kind of scary. We're proof. We're proof, We're proof of, of that. Yeah, because yeah. I think like once, so I always want to imagine and dream that like I, I like the idea of being married again. But then when I really break it down, I'm like, ah, that bugs me and that bugs me. Maybe I haven't met the one, but um, I'm not sure that I would carry this on. And you really have to take... All the things that bug you about a person and think, is this going to be a deal breaker? Because yes. it's going to drive you nuts if you marry that person. <laughs> and so, but if you haven't done it, if you got divorced and you haven't done it in two and a half years, the likelihood of you going down that path is very unlikely is what I had heard. It starts to so, slim down. It starts to slim down. You know, I think um, everybody has their different path. And I know that for me personally, I understood after the divorce, I was raising sons, like, you know, boys into men. They were young, young teens. Um, so actually, my youngest one was just entering like junior high, mm-hmm. and my older one was very new to high school. And so to me, it was like, how can I? They just essentially lost their father, so to speak, right? And the home is unstable. How am I supposed to then say, hey guys, I love you. There's food in the freezer. I'm out. I'm heading to Palm Springs with this guy, and I'm going to give that guy my energy. Mm-hmm. Now there's no one really focusing on making them number one. And so I personally just didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Call it my upbringing or whatever mm-hmm. you want to say. I just I just couldn't do that. And so I wanted to be some sort of pillar in their sense life. of love and support and stability in their lives during their craziest mm-hmm. time, which is the teenage years. It's the most unstable time. Program. How am I going to share that time with, somebody else. with someone else? Because when you're with someone else, you're taking away from them. Yeah. And so that was my perspective. I'm not trying to say that's how everybody should feel. For whatever reason, that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. But then, fast forward to like now, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on one you're second. You're like, did I do like, this too long? Well, maybe I was yes. in this And I had a lot of, like, unfortunate circumstances in my life that maybe put, hit, maybe, like, benched me. I've been a saying, like, bit. oh, I've been on the bench for three years. Yeah. But even now that I'm ready and I'm open and I'm now finally responding to DMs and all this stuff after all this time, I'm still proceeding with caution because yeah. I understand that marriage means really yeah. something big. It's, it's huge, yeah. And I think that, you know, you'll hear people that have been down the path of marriage three, four times, like, you know, our famous Jennifer Lopez, like, she just got married um, not too long ago, and it's kind of crazy, but, I mean, I think that, I I don't talk bad about people that have been married four or five times, I just think that they're just hopeless romantics is the only thing that I can call them, because at this point, it's, why bash them, but I know that if you've been down the path of knowing what it's like to be married, you're just a little bit more like, Maybe this isn't the avenue of the things that I want to do because it's 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 a long term thing and like I always say, 
should this person get sick? Should this person get like any kind of terminal illness? Like, you're the nurse. Are you ready to be the nurse? You know, and if that's not your like love language, well, you're gonna have to speak that language. You're gonna have to wipe the phonics. Uh, preparation H wipes and like bust them out and do all that. Are you ready for that? I think like the Jennifer Lopez thing. There's so many women yeah. and so many people that they start to put the the romantic element in the back burner and they go with logic and they go F it let's just go with like it is what's the worst I can have the whole YOLO thing we talk about this no it's like, to me by the way like, for the, the record flow. it's not YOLO what is it YODO yeah, it's YODO you, you only, only die, die once. once you live so, every day sometimes so there's people that are really yeah. leaning in on that mentality going you know what he's a cool guy it is what it is let's go like I had nothing better thing? going on that Saturday let's just, do it. Let's just go. get married you know what I mean yeah. and then I think that's how people like that they keep remarried, getting remarried, and I'm all for it. Like I'm, I'm very like I commend her because obviously you're not gonna care what people think. She doesn't like to be alone. Lots of people don't like to be alone. I don't think even people who are good at being alone necessarily like I it. Be alone, yeah. But it's some people get to the point where they recognize I'd rather be alone than fill my time with a guy I see no future with. Right. And I think that for me, I have that on such a high degree. But how many times do you see that, though, too? All the time. You see all, that all the time where you're like, they've been together 10 years, and all of a sudden you're with a crew of people, and then it's like that one couple that's off to the side in the parking lot just, like, yelling at each other. Yeah. Oh, but we love each other, and we understand each other. You're like, yeah, maybe, like, if your relationship is that volatile and you're just there just because you, you know, this is the, the thing that gets me all the time. When people say, well, we've invested so much time. Oh. It's like, So really now you're going to invest the rest of your the life? The rest of your life with someone that you know is a dead end. <laughs> and it's it's so illogical, but sometimes I think we just get so stuck in the normality of the day-to-day and you knowing that that person's always going to be there. And then, honestly, like the thought of going out there to meet someone new is like uh, that was uh, the hardest. dragging of the face. So like, after oh, divorce, after divorce, that was the hardest thing was like now you have to go through this period of like, getting to know someone from scratch right. and trying to find so, a date. So, what do you like to do? And what do you got? Yeah. What do you like to drink? And it's like, oh, what a drive. But now, years later, you know, being single and everything, now it truly is that idea of, like, I'd rather be alone on a Friday night than fill my time with someone that I just don't see a future with. And then my unfortunate self, whether it's a blessing or a curse, is I know within the first five minutes, within the first five minutes. Well, you're lucky then. That's, no, like, that's like a true within, new, like, listen, no, it's, it's not a curse. It, within the first five minutes. That's not a curse. No, I'll tell you why. Why? Within the first five minutes, I know, yeah, no, this is, I mean, the guy could try to buy me things. He could save the things. I cannot be convinced. He's like, baby, I'm going to take you to yeah, uh, I can't, the town we go on. I cannot be, by the way, sold. <laughs> I can't be com- convinced. And, oh, and you man. and I talk about yeah, this I a know, lot. I know. You're more open-minded. You're more like, oh, you should just give them a chance. You never know. And I always say, I do know. I know right away. Like, you don't want to. And it's the weirdest thing because it le- it leaves me single. It leaves yeah. me going, well, why am I Well, not? obviously, it's yeah. not working for me, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, it's not working on either side, so that's where we're like 10 years matter, deep going. Yeah. Guess no, what, ladies? Guess what? We're coming. And people in directo about the reality of what's happening out there. But whenever you see a woman, by the way, who is single and after divorce or whatever the situation is, and you're like, there must be some she's beautiful or she's this or she's talented why is she single there it could be that she truly understands what she doesn't want or she truly understands what she does want and and she's not willing to compromise or settle um, right. and so it's we were probably more apt while we were married or whatever to judge a woman who was single um, because the husband would say things like 
if a woman was single, something's wrong with her. <laughs> or she's a hoe. Oh, she's or a hoe. Oh, yeah, no, but you know what? <sighs> but I think the guys normally know if you think there's a, a young, beautiful woman that's single that's coming around, he's like, oh, she's a hoe. But you know, he. He'd hit that all day long, twice on Sundays. You, you know, know what I mean? mean? He'd take and her out on that bike. He, you know what I'm saying? So at bike. the end of the day, it's like he's just trying to bash her for you to feel secure. Like, baby, you, you know, you're good. She's, she's, yeah. she's this, that, or the other. Or and then he'd be like, well, I'm not going to be a hoe right. afterwards or and, whatever. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think that that is usually like a red flag now in retrospect when you think about it. That Ooh, is that is who puts, puts down the other, like, why would why, why is she? I mean, she's wearing, like, the things. And why would she? Oh man! And, you Boy, know, is that a whole other topic? Yeah, and it's like I would really have salivating yes. out of his mouth, and you're like, "Come on now!" I have definitely learned over the years from from being married that every time my ex was my, he was my husband at the time was attracted to someone in my sphere, he always Bash. criticized her. Not necessarily called her a hoe, but always found something annoying about, about her. her and would focus on that annoying thing. Like, why does she always do that? Why does she always? say that why is she always going there whatever it was it stood out and he had to regurgitate it's almost like a reason to be talking about her and if ladies i mean i'm telling you we're going way off track but it is a red flag if your man is nitpicking about one of your friends Mm -hmm. alert 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 it doesn't matter how low the blow is He's thinking about her enough to then speak about her. Right. And it is. It's and a then red it's kind of like what you say. It's like you're bonding in the bullshit, and you think yes. that's what you're doing because you're like, oh, my husband and I, we have such a good, you know, bond and relationship, and we sit there and we talk about all the things. And it, in reality, he's maybe getting that excuse to just be like, you know, you're at a restaurant, just like, oh, did you see that girl walk in? Oh my gosh, her shirt, duh. Or, you see yeah. her ass. You see this. You see that. And it's just. The reason to look over and not have to get in trouble by you that he's talking about this woman and all the things that she's not wearing that is appropriate for the dinner. And so a lot of the time I think that when you're in it, you don't see it. And then now when you extract yourself from it, you're like, oh, yeah. that's what that was. <laughs> so when you're out here and you're dating and you're dating When you're guys, out on the streets. When you're on the streets. <laughs> when you're, you know what I mean? But when you're out here and you're in this desert and you, you meet a nice guy and he seems really great. And he and offers he, you water. And, and he like, starts to do stuff like, uh-huh. why do you, so why do you have her as a friend? Or why are you doing this with her? All of a sudden, I literally, it's not that, that comes up all the time, but that's an example, example of something that would make me in five minutes go, yeah, no. Why are you bashing me? I I hear. I, I, this this yeah. person has issues. This person has issues. So listen, just because you see a woman out there that's you know beautiful or attractive or successful and she's single, chances are she wants to be married and chances are she takes it very very serious. But there is a degree that exists of women that are feeling very confident, very independent, and they're out here with all their boy toys, and they're having a good old, good time, old time, and they're sleeping with all the different guys, and they love the dating process, and that's and then fine, not, too. Not to mention, too, though, just like kind of going, just because I've, I've experienced a little bit of both, you know, it's really awesome to have kids that are near-damn adults, and you just, yes. like, your friends call, you're like, hey, we're going to Cabo, yeah. like, this next weekend, and, you know, you just book a flight, and you're like, I'm off to Cabo, and yeah. I have no reason to call anyone ask for permission you're at an age where there's zero permission to be made granted it's nice to be like hey honey you want to go to Cabo you want to go to you know wherever and it's nice to have a companion but it's also really nice to have liberty to just be like I can up and go tomorrow and just pack my bags with like five girlfriends of mine and just have the freaking time of my life like you're 
adultness is there, but it's like limited. You don't have like little kids running around, little diaper bags, which is beautiful, by the way. That whole thing that is season not is beautiful. There. Yeah, but when so. you come out on the other side and you get a taste of your freedom and independence, and you're like, hmm. and you're free to just have like like Delia saying to take off to do the things, and you don't have someone going, well, why are you doing that? Why are you hanging out with her? Well, why are you guys doing that? Like, well, so you're not gonna be home? Like yeah. questioning every little thing. And by the way, for me, on the flip side, it's the career thing. For example. Right. I've had the number one thing that has come up when dealing with men that was somewhat considered kind of high level is they want to know how I feel about giving up my career. Oh, yeah. And there is that sense of like, ah, like, here's the thing. I'm probably willing to do anything for the right guy. Like, you never know. I don't want to work forever. I understand. But at the same time, it's like, where is that coming from? Is that like you're insecure about what I do or... Are you insecure about the fact that I know my worth, so to speak, or that I have some element of confidence and freedom right, right. or control? There's something there. Yeah. And, you know? In, you know, and this conversation could also flip to a man that's never been married and never had had children because, yeah. you know, I've met a lot of those guys before. And maybe they just that's just not the path that they want to yeah. live their life. And I think that, you know, nowadays I can even take it further, further back and what I'm saying is, like, you meet a couple and maybe they've not had children. And back in the day, it'd be easy for you to say, why don't you have kids? Without That's realizing true. that they can't have kids. They, yeah. There's, like, fertility issues. Yeah. And those are conversations that you don't need to ask. Those are real personal questions that I've learned to just keep my mouth shut. So my point is, is that it's different from knowing you can have someone versus knowing that you, what you want for yourself. Yeah. So that goes with kids in a marriage, in a relationship, with friends, it doesn't matter. It just matters like, you know what, I just, I'm good. Like, I don't need someone. I want someone. I don't need yes. someone. And that there's a lot of power there. A there lot of power is. there. And I think even men have, uh, they're, they're a little bit bewildered, you know, coming across someone, yes. you know, that, that genuinely wants them doesn't necessarily need, need them. them i think they're not really sure what to do with that by the way um because even they have to you know approach the relationship from a different place mm -hmm. um of what we each kind of want from each other not necessarily need, need from each other and it's different it's kind of yeah. like that adulting it's a very different way to do um, relationships looking at things yeah mm -hmm. i know i know when you're younger you're like well, they need to have a credit score of this, and they need to do that, and they have to have a bachelor's. I think that applies so when you're an adult, that yeah, when you're a kid. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. It does. Yeah. But then, you know, if you have your own stuff going on, yeah, and you just want a, a partner, you just have to see that you guys both align spiritually, yes. financially. You guys have, you know, similar interests. You know, it's not like one's a couch potato, the other one's like going on these massive crazy hikes at like you know Mount, Mount Everest but don't you think that when you're young though look when you're young there's hormones coming oh, into yes, play there's yes. so many things coming into play that create like infatuation yes, and lust true. that it's so different than when you're older you know yeah. when you're older there's so much logic um, that's coming in and, and it's unfortunate because even if you're like myself I'm a romantic, like I love romantic things and, yeah. and so many women were still hopeless romantics even yes. after all the cynical stuff or experiences. The cynicism. You know what I mean? But I, and, <laughs> yeah. and by the way, a man can be <laughs> very kidding. romantic and, yes. and some women will find the, the, the problems with that. Um, right. They're going to question everything. But what I'm getting at is like we do approach things I think from a more logical standpoint at this true. point and not all men know how to navigate that um, but when you're young it is very emotional and it's very but there's the stories you know women that 
just go, oh yeah, we just kind of went for it. Um, like we were, I was talking to one today, you know, mm-hmm. texting with her, and she's mm-hmm. one that would walk through a restaurant. And he grabbed her arm and said, "I'm going to marry you one day." And it was like three weeks later they were married. Um, and but, you hear the stories, and I don't know, yeah. I don't know what happened. There's like the synergy when when a man says, "You're the one." I mean, you know, what's his name? Um, Steve Harvey. He, you know, he says, "I'm going to marry her." And I mean, he's, and he, yeah, but, (laughs) but he knew, but he knew, you know, and the thing is like, and when you see that woman walk in the door and they have the cameras showing his face and his face is like, he's infatuated with his wife. Like he loves his wife. You know what? Let's beautiful. Let's point that out before we wrap this up, because if you really want to know the real reason why someone like her and someone like me is still single, you just said it. At the end of the day, it's because men are not stepping up and taking the level of initiative that genuinely needs to be taken with someone like us because this is why. I don't chase. I don't think you chase. No, right. We are in a place where when you understand your worth and your value and you understand that the guy that ends up with you is going to be able to receive a lot of beauty, a lot of love, catering we talk about we like to cook there's all this nurturing and investment that that i'm prepared to make you're prepared to make as women we and know maybe that there's many a lot of, of you women are, 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 to make are too. right and when you know that you have a knowing that you're different than a lot of women and you know that you're valuable so if these guys do what's called like a like we're saying today like pussyfooting or whatever like they're dicking around like they're like oh he he ha ha he he ha ha we should go out yeah we yeah, okay, we should go out sometime. Cool. But there's no initiative. There's no, hey, I'm going to pencil you in on Thursday at this there's time. There's no hunting. No there's, hunger games. These guys are not taking the steps. It's like the salesperson that doesn't know how to ask for the money. It is It is the most disheartening thing You know what you say? Thing Bitch, ever. better have my Bitch, money. better have my money. <laughs> so if you're one of the Fab 15 men, I'm telling you right now, you could probably have any woman you want by now. Chances are you yes. don't have her because you're not stepping up and taking initiative. Literally sit there and say, I'm taking you out on Thursday night. I'm not going to take no for no an answer. answer. And by the way, three months in, I'm taking you to Cabo. This yeah. is what we're doing. Like, like I'm not taking no for or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, take initiative so that there is no question mark. Because we live in a, in, a, in, a, in a world of question marks in our heads. Yeah. Of like, but does he like me? But did he mean that? But what is it? If you come with clarity... Well, I think and that, and that's, an unfortunate, and that's an unfortunate thing about us women, right? Like, we, you know, we will take a message and like dissect it, break it down, and like we turn cakes we, and we crumbs into cakes. And, and the guys are like, "Coop," and you're like, "Coop," like there's that's it, that's a rebuttal. But I think it's because we're a little bit more about like, what did he mean and what did he say? I think if you're very clear and you're like, Thursday, I'm taking you out. We're going here. Got reservations. Get ready. Da da da. And it's like, well, maybe the girl might say no two, three times. But I think that perseverance always wins. If you are a man with money watching this show, I, I tell you, I'm going to tell you right now. If she's You're like, chasing, I'm available. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> hey, they filmed that since season one. But let me tell you something. If you are not required to chase her and she's chasing you, you're so afraid of the gold diggers. Those are the ones, by the way. Oh, yeah. Gold diggers chase gold diggers aren't going to sit back and go okay cool like they're not they're they're, they're not you know they're, I mean? like, they're the hunters they're, they're like they gold have that diggers hunting hunt. they're digging so don't get it twisted if you met a woman and you are like man i feel like she's the one but i don't know because she seems like really into money or whatever or blah 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 blah, blah. but is she hitting you up randomly all the time trust me if you haven't heard from her or you are dropping hints 
and she's kind of like, all right, well, it's in the air. It's because she's waiting on you to, to be, be the, the man, be yeah. the alpha, be the take hunter. initiative, take action, go. Yes, book take the action. date, do, do it. Even go. if you're a busy man and you say, hey, listen, I'm taking you out Thursday night. You pick the restaurant, set it all up. I'll pick you up. I'll pick you up at eight o'clock or whatever it is. Yeah, take take initiative. action. Take action. Otherwise. These women out here rotting in the streets 10 years later. <laughs> They're in the pool of shoes. Pull oh, yeah, we're in the pool of stinky pull shoes, stinky Anyways, that concludes our episode of You Deserve Fresh Lettuce. Don't forget to follow us online at YDFL Podcast. Check us out every Tuesday on YouTube. Fresh episodes uploaded, uploaded every single week. And don't forget, um, you deserve fresh, fresh lettuce. lettuce. And salute. Cheers.